ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and all my patron peeps. What up, uh, patron peeps? Yeah, thanks so much for supporting the show. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, you really make me, like, I'm, I'm really so proud to uh, be able to create something uh, for you. Thank you. And let's keep it go. Like, what do you say? I put you to sleep now. Uh, hey, you're all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, like uh, physical sensations, emotions, uh, changes in schedule, routine, travel, noise, you know, angst, uh, or like the baffle, like literally as I recorded this last night, I couldn't sleep and it was baffling. The only possible thing I could track it down to is a soda at 2 p.m. or that I was listening to music I don't usually listen to. But it was still bit like it was so, so a lot of times it could be baffling. Uh, but whatever's keeping you awake, uh, maybe I'll talk more about that. But uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, like uh, extra words, stump, you know, like uh, words caught in my mouth that can't, can't come out, uh, like sticky words that are sticky when they're in my mouth. I'll use some sticky. Is is that a thing? Do people ever say, well, that's a sticky word? I know they think of like, usually it's more what, like the word, it's like the meaning is sticky. Isn't that what a meme is? Like a, like an actual, like a cultural meme? Is that a sticky? No, that's easy. means easily transferable, I think. Uh, repeatable or something like that. But it still is sticky or giggly. I guess it's more like a good meme's giggly most of the time, right? No, I, no one knows. Uh, oh, because I'm supposed to be talking to the new list. So if you're new here, welcome. This podcast to take your mind off stuff and uh, try to help you fall asleep or while you help you while you fall asleep. And so if you're new, let me give you a structure of the show. First six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to do that up front. Uh, and, you know, if you're new, you can kind of, like, not pay attention. If you're a regular listener, please do me a favor and, and pay attention. Or when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, say, geez, I better check my show notes. Uh, you know, that's how we, we're trying to keep the show free. Twelve episodes a month with free archives is from uh, listener involvement. Uh, but if you're new, don't worry about it. It, it. Then after that, we have an intro which were somewhere near the start of. Those are about 12 to 14 to 16 to 11 minutes or something like that. And the intro is kind of a show within a show. Some people use it. Some people fall asleep to it. Some people skip it. Some people use it during their prep time. A lot of people use it so their animals know, their pets. They say, hey, well, it's time for bed. There goes Scoots. So you up all night tossing, turning. That means it's time for the pets to come in and hog the bed. Uh, and, uh, like do that kind of thing. So that's the intro. Then we'll have a story portion, which is about 45 minutes. So the, as opposed to other podcasts, this podcast should barely need to listen to it. It'll be here and it should be just interesting enough. If it works for you, it doesn't work for everybody. I'll give you that right, right away. 
but you know, by right away, I mean like 10 minutes in the show, but, uh, but if it does work, it, like you just barely need to listen, it should just uh, to get, engage you enough to keep you company, uh, while you fall asleep, uh, give you something to th- else to think about and what's keeping you awake, uh, whatever it is. But it also serves the purpose of being your companion. Like for me last night, as an example, it was like, and this is a great thing about making a sleep podcast and having, uh, issues falling asleep sometimes it, it keeps me fresh i mean it literally i couldn't believe it like uh like I, I thought i had done everything right i was i was really tired i, w- I don't think i was overtired and i did do some blue screen action uh so i was like uh pardon the phrase but screwing around on the internet before like when i shouldn't have been but i still had about a 30 to 40 minute of like reading that I thought would, like, you know, just settle my brain down and stuff like that. And then I even fell asleep for, like, four seconds. And then, you know, whatever, like, that baffling thing sometimes when you can't sleep, I said, nah, we won't be going to sleep. And I said, what in the heck? They said, we were just about to sleep. And then, a different, you know, a bunch of different things. You know, I went through a season. I don't know if, uh, who is it? It's not Melody Beattie. It's, uh... But I mean, why does anybody like this, this? Like, maybe I should. Maybe this will be another thing I could work on for real this time. Like, uh, the phase, like the feelings you go through. Like, what is it? The seven stages of grief or whatever. There's like all these different emotional phases and physical phases when you can't sleep and it's just you don't know what the heck why. And then for me, I'm debating like, uh, well, should I start reading again? And I said, like, I was listening to music. Should I shut the music off? Like, uh, well, when's the music timer going to go off? Uh, then the mu- then the music, then should I check the music to how long I've been lying here? Then I did check the music timer. Then I knew what time it was, which wasn't helpful. Then I said, well, let me just lie here and relax. And then I said, well, what? And then I started observing the darkness in my room because I've been really trying to be fastidious about getting my room as dark as possible. And then I said, well, how come the room's not as dark as it was last night? What in the heck? Uh, and I realized it was because I had my computer screen off, but it was backing up and the Ethernet was making a light. Uh, and then, uh, like, like, so then I was thinking about that. Then I was like, uh, so I don't know if anybody can relate to that. I don't mean to take you on an emotional journey. Eventually I did fall asleep, uh, but it's, you know, I guess the main thing is that sometimes it's baffling. It always sucks. I don't know what's keeping you awake, but I'm sorry, whatever it is. Uh, it is my true belief you deserve a good night's sleep. You're you're uh, you're doing your best out there. And I don't know what, like, this human condition is not what it's cracked up to be. Like, uh, like there's no, you know, there's no freaking conditioner or two-in-one for this human condition. And it ain't easy. And like you, like holy mackerel, like that's when you're rested. So when you're uh, restless and irritable, if you like, like uh, you say, "Oh boy." And so the whole idea of the podcast is, uh, I guess, to circumvent that. Uh, and I guess for me, it is to stay sharp and I say, "Okay, well, I know." Like if you've been lying there the past couple of nights, I know what you're going through. And it's not really fair, and th- so that, that's why I hope this podcast can work for you. That's why I wish it worked for everybody, but it doesn't. I usually recommend giving it a few tries to people because, uh, like, uh, 
like if you if you read the reviews, most people say, well, after the second or third try, I realize like uh, it's this is like we're in a WTF situation. It's like uh, where you shrug at the end of it, like a shrug emoji. Sleep with me. The shrugs. It's the shrug emoji. The shrug WTF emoji. Ideally, with a fox with heart, heart, hearts in its eyes. You know, just for. Uh, I don't know why. No, what, what, who doesn't need a fox with hearts in its eyes emoji? Anyway, so uh, like, so that was me last night. How are you doing tonight? How's what's up? Uh, I think you need a good night's sleep. Uh, that's why I'm here. So if you're new. I guess that's the structure of the show. Uh, that's kind of what qualifies me. Like, uh, is, uh, you know, like uh, I've been there and I want to help. And the way I help is, uh, even in my situation last night, I didn't have this ability to, you know, to do my own podcast for myself. And, uh, but to have somebody like, kind of like, I'm like the uh, pillow, like, uh, like there's the fairy godparents and, uh, I'm working on, that's going to be our next serial series. There's a spoiler for you, but I don't know when this intro is going to come out. So it might be spoiled already, but I'm like a pill, like the, uh, pillow mother or something. I come in and I say, hey, what, what's up? You can't sleep. That, that's really seems rough, Drew. Uh, let me just see here. Oh, well, you don't, you don't know if you should read or toss and turn, huh? Or should, yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh, well, why don't you give reading a shot? I'll lie here. I'll sit here or I could just sit at the foot of the bed here and talk to you. I, what's this? Like, uh, I wonder if John Malkovich is busy. Like if John Malkovich could do that for me, probably couldn't afford even the like worst John Malkovich, uh, impersonator. Also, that would definitely need to be by podcast because, like, especially John, Mel- like you say, I guess that would be a good podcast episode of interviewing John Malkovich impersonators. How did I get on this topic? I don't know, but like, uh, I would really be interested to interview. I don't have an interview podcast, but I'd like to interview some John Malkovich impersonators. But not the impersonator. What's the person that does the voices? Uh, how does my brain not know this stuff? Anytime you take a, a flight, uh, like on Southwest, you usually see all the commercials for all the, it's not a ventriloquist, but whatever. The person that could sound like John Malkovich, uh, I guess it's kind of like an impersonator, but impersonator, I always think like they're also dressing as them. So I don't, I don't know what I'm talking, but I would like to be like, well, what made you decide to like, and they, I guess they'd be like, well, who else like, uh, Sounds great, looks chill, seems like uh, both introverted and extroverted. It definitely would be fun at parties. Uh, seems a bit of a, like, uh, complicated. I don't know if contradiction's the right word because I don't see anything contradictory. But, you know, where you say, you're a bit of a paradox. Uh, and I'd say you're a bit of a paradox, uh, impersonating Wait, so you're a like? Are you a John Malkovich impersonator that lives in my brain, but I can't impersonate John Malkovich? That's a paradox. But that doesn't sound like John Malkovich. Well, that's because you're impersonating me now. Wait, who's talking? I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. I got to get out of this uh, circular. Is this a thought experiment? No, but it'll be. Oh, but there is experimenters watching this. Okay, great. Anyway, for the love of John Malkovich, uh, I'm here to help. Like, uh, I don't know what else to tell you. And uh, 
I don't know. Like, I, like I definitely feel tired right now. I could tell you that much. And so if you're having trouble falling asleep, it'd be my honor to help assist that. Uh, and the only way I can do it is by rambling and doing goofy bedtime stories, using my creaky dulcets. So it's, it's different. It's not, it doesn't work for everybody. And if it doesn't work for you, I hope you find something that does. You know, maybe check out some binaural beats or some LibriVox books or, you know, Bob Ross or whatever. But I can tell you, I'm glad you found your way here. And like, give the podcast a few tries. I can, I can hope, I hope, I hope I can be your boyfriend and keep you company. I appreciate you coming by, and I work very hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. All right, hey everybody. I was, uh, it's been a while since we've done a trending Twitter Tuesday episode, just because uh, you know life's just stuff, new stuff out there. Hashtag new stuff. Uh, but I thought I'd look on uh, Twitter today, and it looks pretty fresh. Uh, I mean, uh, for fresh today, uh, three nineteen p.m. on a Sunday fun day. Uh, and when I say Sunday fun day, I mean make it a podcast uh, to put you to sleep, the kind of fun day. And I figured uh, I was thinking about a couple things. I was thinking about breakfast cereal and uh, the breakfast cereal of my youth. Because I said, what am I going to do with a Trending Twitter Tuesday episode about today? And then when I sat down to, to, to record, I was trying to think. As I was taking the Twitter picture, I thought of like a desert island. Uh, I don't know why my brain associates breakfast cereal with desert islands. Uh, and I know there's like desert island discs, uh, but I never, my brain does not like, I, like, and also my brain doesn't retain stuff, uh, or like, it's not good at rating stuff I like. Uh, so then I was thinking, man, like, uh, well, what is like, uh, what, what do you get like, uh, oh, also it's a national cheesecake day, according to Twitter. So another reason to stay sweet on these, and then you could say, well, it's a dessert island. Maybe that's my dyslexia brain and breakfast cereal is like dessert but then i remember this one time uh, like uh, and this i guess could be like i guess we could call this a uh, desert island breakfast cereal or something that's not creative enough maybe i'll think of a title but i do have this strange habit and i don't know if it's something to do with the like it's different than the bermuda triangle because this happens only when i'm out in this uh, there's this vortex i think it's in battle creek michigan uh, that's like, cause the, the uh, cereal barons, they have their own lake, I think out there, but at least I, that was what I was believed as a, as a youth. But I think this seems very tropical, like whenever I'm out of desert island. So I don't know how that's possible, but when you're a cereal baron, you know, anything's possible. That's one of the things they say at their meetings. Uh, I think there's only three cereal barons that I like, uh, uh, again, I get, I get the board game barons, which, you know, there's a lot of positive board games making indentations or whatever into that. Uh, but you never hear about, how come you don't hear about indie cereals? You hear about indie board games, but never indie cereals. And this was just one of the conversations I was having, on, like this one trip to a desert island I had. And I was out there on the beach, uh, with a couple, a couple characters that I had like been, it was started just like any day. Uh, like, like when I go, we went out on a pontoon boat, um, Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, out on, take me, go down Battle Creek. Uh, and next thing you know, 
you go you go past the you know the great the great you know mansions of the barons uh, serial barons you know then you go through the uh, fields like I don't know if this is why they call it Battle Creek but you know the remnants of the great serial wars before they uh, whatever I don't know how they instituted these monopolies they have but again this isn't a podcast about any of that. Uh, but you see the remnants of when the serial barons didn't get along and collude. And the people was on the pontoon boat were just laughing as I was talking about indie serials as opposed to indie board games. And they said, well, there's generic serials. And I said, yeah, but there's generic board games too. Like uh, how many Monopoly clones can you play? Uh, and I said, yeah, sure. I've had to, you know, like whatever, uh, pebble, pebble bites or whatever the ones, the Flintstones and, you know, cocoa nibbles. And all of a sudden, uh, we broke through after you go through a couple other things. That's when you get into the tropical, you know, this, I don't know how, again, it's a vortex or something. And we went into the tropical seas and maybe it's because I didn't check the weather reports or that I know how to drive a boat or because who I was on the boat with, uh, who was like a, like a pink, like three serial characters, uh, that we got lost in the vortex, so, you know, storm washed up on the beach, uh, on a desert island. Uh, so that stuff's not important. Also, a pontoon boat didn't belong to me. It belonged to. I was at. Oh, where was I? That's another question. I was at a party. Uh, like I snuck into a serial baron party, and during the party, I went to the restroom. And who did I see at the cell next to me? For freaking Count Chocula. You. I mean, I didn't believe it. And to answer any questions about private questions, yes, it was like a. It looked like like some. It looked like Yoo-Hoo. What was coming out to count Chocula. And I wasn't looking. It just was saw it out of the corner of my eye. But I said, holy cow. They said, what in the name of Cocoa Bits uh, to count Chocula? How are you doing? And then I washed my hands. Couldn't see him in the mirror. So it's definitely for real count Chocula, not someone count Chocula cosplay. And I said, like, it was a little bit intimidated by meeting a celebrity. And I, like, I tried to make it, like, awkward. I said, are you going to do the, are we going to do the Monster Mash later? And Count Chocula looked a little bit down. And I said, he said, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm like an awkward person. And the Count Chocula said, so am I. Uh, and they said, well, uh, like, look, what's with the frowny fang face, uh, Count Chocula? And he kind of grinned at that. And he said, well, I'm a seasonal cereal now. And I said, what in the name? I said, you're kidding me. And he said, well, when was the last time? And I said, do you get paid by commission? And he said, I don't really want to talk cereal. And I said, do you want to go for a walk? He said, well. And I said, how about, I said, Count, I said, are Boo Berry and Frankenberry here? And he said, I call them the Berry Buds, by the way. And I said, oh, that's, I said, Berry Buddies. And he said, close enough. And I said, well, like, uh, I saw there was a, a giant pontoon boat out on that creek out there. I said, what do you say? Like, uh, I said, I, I don't drink. I said, what if you guys get loaded and I'll take you out on the pontoon boat and uh, we'll have some laughs. Uh, and he said, eh. I said, we could push Frankenberry in the water and see if the water could, because I would like to do a couple experiments anyway. 
And he said a deal. And so that was what one thing led to another. And then next thing I know, I'm on a desert island with uh, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. And I'll tell you what, those three are not Robinson Crusoe type characters. Uh, I, like if Frank, like Count, Count Chocula is definitely, uh, whatever that one, like he's, he's got, a, he's, he's, he's a bit of a downer. And a couple other questions that I did, like, did I, did I get on their nerves? Yes, because they kept trying to flavor salt water. And, uh, like, uh, like we, we would just, like, I would say, make mine a milkshake. And then I would, like, uh, have either one of them jump into the water. And I would call them salt shakes. Uh, they were seawater with, uh, you know, lightly flavored with either blueberry, chocolate, or uh, strawberry, and I would say like like I just smell it like, and then because like these three were not like they, I think they're they're just uh, they were you know just corporate uh, symbols, and I don't really know anything. So we were originally like it was like uh, I was like we got to figure out what we're going to do if we're going to be living on this desert island together. And they didn't seem to really anything to motivate them until I actually took a few seconds to think about it. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Uh, they said, you know you know what? Like, you guys just went from being seasonal cereals to non-existent cereals. Uh, I said, people are all, always trying to forget about me. But I'm like, they probably forgot. I said, now that you're out of the – I said, who's going to keep watch over the seasonal production of your cereals? And they get, you know, then they started to get wild eyed. And I said, well, if we could figure, you know, if we could get a structure built to, to keep us from the elements, uh, for starters, and find some fresh water, uh, but, you know, anyone that could float and move faster or change into, uh, flying. I said, maybe you two. And I said, uh, Frankenberry, you're, you know, you have the strength of 10 strawberry based, you know, creatures. And I said, maybe, maybe we could even figure out a way to get you unseasonalized, like if we get back in time. And then they wanted to build a boat. I said, haven't you ever seen? I said, we got to build a structure first, uh, then a boat. Uh, come on. Uh, so that was how they, like, we built a structure. They found water. Then we found uh, berries, oddly enough. Booberry found them. And we all had a laugh at that. And then, uh, what's his name? Then I started thinking, at night I started thinking, well, I'm not made of chocolate, so I don't think I have to worry about Count Chocula. And they said, are you going to, are you going to go through ch- chocolate withdrawal? And he, he said, well, uh, I, I don't know. This is my first time away from home. And I said, you're kidding me. And they said, no, we've been on tour for, for 35 years. Uh, so then they started enjoying the, the, the life of, uh, but just barely existing out on a desert island. I think for one afternoon they enjoyed that. And then Booberry was saying that Booberry missed Adrian Beltre, who's a baseball player. And I said, huh. I said, well, I don't really know anything. I said, do you play like fantasy sports, Booberry? And Booberry did and was talking about rotisserie baseball and fantasy football. So I fell asleep for about four or five days because that was, uh, and I said, man, this desert island living is, uh, not exactly like, uh, you three are not exactly entertaining. 
He said, and everyone was a bit lethargic, a bit grouchy. And I said, I said, if, if, if my estimate is by anything, I said, we're missing the back to, I said, do they, I said, you, we got to get you seasonally related to the back to school season. Meanwhile, I guess the whole time in the back of my head, I kind of felt like I was dealing with a moral dilemma. Uh, because they said, well, you can't give these guys false hope. The days of sugared cereal are numbered. And I guess I've been saying that in my sleep all every night anyway. So they didn't, uh, you know, that's why they weren't sleeping good. And I was thinking, well, it'd be like fake back to school facts. Like, uh, Count Chocula increases your child's, uh, attention span. So then we got honest. And then we had, like I said, listen, uh, I think we, you maybe like you could accept that, uh, you know, you're going from, uh, seasonal uh, to uh, like special purchase only or you could change like I said what is the general I said do you report directly to the general and they looked at me and I guess because cause they were just salaried staff uh, with you know some sort of profit sharing and only and I said man we got to figure out we got to I said we can't reinvent you and I said no offense Booberry and Frankenberry but I said and also count chocula a little bit uh your whatever the re- last rebranding makeover they did you really didn't exactly uh so I said first things first uh let's do re- like makeovers uh which I think I've seen in Desert Island movies before or maybe just on the TV show Survivor and it gave me a chance to really, I guess it did, like, like not in a, like, in a friendship intimacy level. Like, there's a lot of physical contact when you're doing makeovers on desert islands. And uh, none of them really have any hair. Uh, like, Booberry's got something on Booberry's head. Or, no, that's Frankenberry. But, uh, like, and then Count's got the Widow's Peak. And we, we had Widow's Peak off because I have a pretty good Widow's Peak uh Always had one, and then, like, uh, I guess now they're like, oh, no, that's just your hairline. I said, well, it's still, like, a, and they said, that's, like, a widowed, like, widowed peak, like, uh, your dating life. And I said, hilarious. And they said, well, like, if those three of you will be wondering which one of you I'm attracted to if we're stuck in this island. Uh, and that, like, that, that actually was uh, two across the line. And I said, I'm just kidding. Even though I wasn't, I was wondering that to myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, because, you know, I'm, I, I, I can accept. Uh, like, anyway, not important because it was Booberry, just in case, uh, uh, just in ca- I guess for curious minds, you know, want to know. But so I gave everybody makeovers, got them back looking like they did in the, ni- you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and not like these, like, uh, post-aught uh like, uh, I don't know, sugared versions of themselves. And then we started to pitch stuff because they said, remember those sea-based milkshakes I was smelling? And then I was flavoring my water. But, you know, it's not really, like, other than the Yoohoo, like, without bubbles, even the Yoohoo flavor wasn't really doing it for me. And I was wondering if any of the, like, 1,000 vitamins and minerals supposedly in their systems uh, was, like, leaking into the water when I was having them flavor my water. But he said, we got to figure out, like, I said, okay, there's a couple paths uh, for, for the three of you. 
I said, you know, the milkshake, you know, the milkshake thing's going on currently while we're here, you know, in the ice cream thing. But I was like, how could you go from being a breakfast staple to a ice cream novelty? I mean, I said, whoa, 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 ice cream novelties. Okay, so I said, we might have to come up with a multi-pronged branding strategy. And I said, that is step one. All three of you need a single, like, unibranded ice cream novelty. I said, that's perfect. Like, I don't think we're going to start there, but we will. I said, get, like, uh, get, get good humor on the phone when we get back. And I said, I'm thinking, uh, like, on a stick, uh, like a popsicle, shaped like each of you. You know, pops, like, you know, just like a popsicle. And you know what, Count Chocolate? I know that, like, there once there was something called a pudding pop, and that fell out of favor, and it won't be coming back because of a PR. But if we could put the taste of a pudding pop in, like, the Count Chocolate bar, we won't call it that, but that's just a working title. I said, this sounds delicious, the Frankenberry bar and the Booberry bar. Okay, so that's one place. Okay, woof. I said, you, I'm going to have to charge you three a consultant fee. He said, the whole idea would be with my, you know, my strategy for the three of you is that uh, at least everybody gets reminded of you twice a week. Uh, so once, that would be probably once a month that someone's in a 7-Eleven or a bodega or a corner store and they look into the cooler and see the three of you. And, we'll, you know, we'll get really good artists to do that. Uh, so, like, they'll spot those things. And I could, I, and any time they gave me doubt, I said, I can I can hear Barney and Fred Flintstone calling me now. So go ahead and, uh, I don't know what that friggin' Lucky Rabbit's name is, but uh, you three of the Lucky Rabbits getting stranded with me. And that would, like, quiet them down. And then I said, okay, here's another idea. Like, this is niching, but uh, I said, I think this could, like, I, like I, I used to have a T-shirt, uh, things not to say at the gym, which was anything for me. Like, so when I would, and it was written in reverse. So when I would go to the gym, I would see that in the mirror, and I would know not to talk, uh, you know. Because usually I'd say to, the, like, the biggest person in there, like, uh, now those are dumbbells. Uh, they feel like, uh, and they'd say, well, you got, you know, right? say, are those dumbbells? And they said, well, I think they found the right person, stuff like that. Uh, so I knew not to say stuff like that because it wasn't a good idea. And also not to say anything, like, if so, if I just accident someone that I had seen at the gym, and I said, wubba, wubba, wubba. Holy booberry, uh, like when they would talk to me, like at the waterfront or something, even opening my mouth would ruin that. They say, you go, did you, so did you go to that Pilates class? I'd say, well, man, um, yes, the Pilates. It's so I, I, I learned not to talk at all. But I know people in the gym, there's two kinds of like drinks that the people at the gym like. Uh, there's the ones that come pre-made which we could use the same strategy as the, uh, I, I don't know, we could get one of the big companies online and each bottle would look like one of you and taste like, like but those are three of the most popular flavors, strawberry, chocolate, blueberry. We'll bring it back. Don't worry, blueberry. And we could probably get actual, I think you all, uh, like if you were not 100% artificially flavored, there'd actually be antioxidants. 
Now, of course, we can, you know, enrich you. And then you could have actual protein powder, like, uh, but those would be niching. So I don't think, or niching, whatever. So I'm thinking I'm taking us off topic here. I mean, I think if we could get someone like a, like a big uh, like director, like someone like Richard Linklater, uh, to do like an animated show with the three of you, that would be another way to keep you in the forefront of people's minds. But I think also uh, trying to find other you know other things. I think with the dessert thing, I mean, the problem is that people get, like, realistically, people can only eat dessert once a week, uh, like, if you're, you're doing what you're supposed to. I mean, I wonder, how come the three of you have never been snack-caked before? Like, seriously, like, like you're perfect for snack-cakes, uh, just your heads in a snack-cake, and again, that would be... Especially Count Chocula. I mean, no offense to the other two, but I've eaten enough... Uh, you know, devil food, whatever, to say, uh, like, I would eat Count Chocula's head. And I'm also a big fan of uh, zingers, uh, so blueberry, we could maybe do something like a zinger, though I don't think, I think the zingers put that company out of business. Uh, and then, like, a blue blueberry snowball for blue blueberry, but we could even, I think we can get you in the snack cake. So, so that's like gives us another, we're down to 29 days. We got to figure out a month to expose you to people. And I don't know, like, uh, here's an idea. I was just thinking of Mark Hamill drive. Uh, I was thinking you three would be good as droids. Uh, like this would at least get us through like the end of the, whatever the decade they're calling this, uh, maybe even to like, to, let's like, let's carry us to 2022. And this could be two-pronged. We would need an insider at uh, Disney and uh, uh, Lucasfilm uh, that would be into this. But it's this is a two-pronged strategy. Uh, one, I think you three are perfect droids. Uh, and, BB, you know, BB-88 or BB-8's got a... But they had the other droid at the other movie. That He was cool. He was funny. And I forgot that droid's name. But, you know, that's not important anyway. But here's the two things. Like, one, we'd need someone high level. We would have you cookies. Uh, like So every Star Wars movie from now forever, there would always be a blueberry droid, a Frankenberry droid, and a, choc- a Count Chocula droid in the background somewhere. If we could just get that, uh, that would be good. But then I think, like, when's the first droid movie with droid leads uh, coming? Like, uh, let's see. I think, Frankenberry, you'd be a good, like, C-3PO, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if it's a C-3PO post-quill or pre-quill or something, like a like a pinkish, you're the most, because you are a bit like a robot, and you could be part of C-3PO's uh, backstory. I don't know. I think, like, having some droids save the day. But I guess the droids are always playing a key role in all the movies. So, so people would say, well, uh, why would you give the droids their own movie? And it's exactly, why not give them a Richard Linklater-based show? I think there was already a show called Star Wars Droids, maybe. But you would be a droid in breakfast cereal. Again, uh, I wanted to say then we could reintroduce the breakfast cereals, but they're not healthy. So we really can't. Uh, 
because I, like, I can't be dishonest with you, sir, as you're lying here in Bay Beach uh, listening to me ramble on and on. And I said, let's start digging a hole. Like, this was, this was not with consulting. Like, this was something to keep them busy. And I figured, uh, like, how the heck are we going to get off this freaking uh, thing? So they started digging a hole. And I was telling them about that book I loved as a kid. So, so that was working. And then I said, okay, back to the droid movie. And he said, it was the droid TV show. I think having you in the background, maybe in the Marvel movies too, uh, maybe we could get Disney to purchase the rights to you three. And, okay, so now we're getting close. So that I don't think that buys, I guess one Star Wars movie a year. That buys us a day, a month, uh, generally, of awareness. Uh, so now we're down to 28 days. Uh and again, I don't think merchandise is reliable because that people have to buy it and, and see it in their own home. I think, I, I, no, Booberry, I know you want to be a phone case. We could make you a phone case, but that's not going to solve your issues uh, like snack cakes and uh, uh, treats are. I guess we got to keep desertifying you till we run out, like here on this desert island. I guess just shakes would be the last. Okay, so we're stuck. So we are stuck. How do I? How do I save you three? Uh, like I'm, I'm strapping myself. I keep. Let's keep digging this hole, though. Let's keep digging deeper and deeper. I don't think that. No, I don't think this is ironic or a metaphor, Count Chocula. Where are we digging a hole to to get off this island? Uh, no, I mean we got to get deeper into the island. Uh, well, yeah, of course we can't see the surface anymore because, like, uh, that's where we were stuck. Now we're deep in this hole underneath a desert island. Well, of course it's dark down here, Booberry. I don't have any good ideas, and we're, we got to keep digging till we get to uh, water. Oh, the hole's starting to fill with water. That's fine. Let's just start digging in another direction. Well, yeah, we do know. Okay, okay, everybody calm down. We just dug a hole. And uh, it's it, ooh, it's it's chasing like all three of you, but that it doesn't really do us any good because it's like a, it's too much of a flavor. Well, let me think because I was trying to think of how to save you three. Oh, you're right. Uh, we should like uh, let's just uh, like uh, let's let's dig this way. Trust me. Yeah, good job, Frankenberry. Keep digging. Oh boy, yeah, we're, we're I think I do hear something. I hear some noise. Uh. Yeah, I think like we're probably near the center of the earth, and oh boy, look through there. We are. This is some sort of chamber. Okay, holy cow. I think everything's changed. This is, uh, it's a population of earth, inner earth dwellers, and they don't look friendly to earth. I think I had a run-in with the inner earth dwellers at some point, and they keep coming up in every book I read. These Morlocks, they're called. Yeah, but these ones look nicer. Yeah, they're they're like uh, they're very cute. Here's an idea, because uh, they see us. So let me do the talking here. No, you no, know, you know what? Let's keep with Star Wars. Pretend you've captured me, and you three are uh, you're not human. So they should. Uh, but let me do the talking. Oh, you caught me again. Uh, oh, you three. Yep. Uh, 
Thanks for bringing me to the center of the earth. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm an earth, I'm a earth, I'm a surface dweller. Yeah, I know you loathe me. Well, what am I doing? Well, I'm, I got caught by these three. This is uh, Chow, 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 Count Chocula. He's a royal, yep. Uh, Frankenberry and Booberry. Well, what are we doing down here? Well, the, the uh, uh, they they were bringing me down here because uh, I tried to uh, uh, like I I got them to a desert island and I got I tried to uh, guide them because oh boy it's a complicated one they caught me because uh, I was trying to catch them you see back on the surface world there's a history of these three being the most uh, beloved cereals uh, do what do you do you eat breakfast cereal down here. You don't. Uh, what do you eat? Mostly rocks by looking at your teeth. Uh, it's dark down here. Well, let me, uh, l- why don't you show us around your, uh, like, uh, realm? We're not going to do anything. These three are, like, totally, uh, like, TK421 or whatever, you know? Like, uh, yeah, they don't talk a lot because uh, it's complicated. Why don't we sit down? Okay, how how you doing? You're the rest of the Morlocks. Great to meet you. You're the cutest, c- cutest things ever. I don't know what in the name of Jules Verne they were thinking. Uh, so you you you're all down here. What are you working on? Like a thirty thirty uh, decade plan to to mess up things on the surface? Oh, yeah, we are doing a great job by ourselves. Thanks, thanks. That's hilarious. Uh, oh, really? You're just waiting it out, huh? Well, you so you're just going to wait it out down here. Interesting. Well, people on the earth are probably crying. I don't know if you've seen the news. Like, uh, oh, you do watch the news. Yeah, things seem stressful up there. You know, you know why they're stressful. Like, no one's talking about it, but they these three are missing. Yeah, well, no, no, missing over the lake. Uh, you said you don't have sugared breakfast cereal. That's why everybody on Earth is so grouchy. Oh, let me tell you the tale. Back in the like, uh, 1940s, uh, like uh, everybody used to eat sugary stuff for breakfast, all humans. Yeah, and we did that for a while, maybe uh, to, like uh, 50, 60 years. Uh, and then then it became the point where you could only do it on the weekends because uh, it was like a bad idea. Yeah. And uh, so... What am I talking about? I'm trying to tell you the history of uh, the three heroes, Count Chocula. Yeah. Uh, of course you don't have a good signal down here. Trust me on this one. Okay, do any of you guys have General Mills' phone number? Okay, make sure to get a hold of him. Okay, well, when you get a signal, just take the, like, uh, yeah, dude, Booberry's going to use your phone. Uh yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, that's somebody's phone they left down here. Well, don't worry. Anyway, so these three were the the cat's pajamas, if you don't mind me saying, of breakfast cereals. And everybody used to enjoy them when they could because it was a luxury. And at some point we decided once people like were used to consuming all that sugary breakfast cereal with uh, iconography. And, yeah, kind of like a myth. Was, they were the myth of my childhood that it was good for me. <laughs> And that it was supposed to taste good. And actually, I didn't even get to eat to eat these three. Yeah, these are the three greatest cereal barons. You've heard of the cereal barons before. Yeah, these are the three cereal barons. Well, yeah, I think I'm prepared. I mean, I think I'm prepared to offer you 
Like, if you let me go, like, these three could become your heroes down here. You could keep them out of Earth. And everything on Earth will be continuing on the current path. Because once you do your research, you're going to realize that uh, as soon as these three became seasonal cereals, uh, which doesn't even make any sense. And, like, that's when I think you can align it with, like, uh, when things, like, the, 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 like, you're like, okay, that's when things really went off the rails, uh. I don't know. I, I think it's from like like uh, sugar spikes or something. I don't know. But I was thinking all of you could eat. I mean, because you already look so healthy down here without, you know, just living in the middle of the earth. It's great for your skin, by the way. Would, do you have names down here? You don't. Oof. Well, okay, let's start with this. Who would want a cereal? Uh, who, anybody interested in trying a breakfast cereal? Okay, Booberry, just have them airdrop it into the hole we dug. Great. Uh, yeah, well, what would you prefer? Like, have you ever had any blueberries? Mm, well, it doesn't matter because it doesn't taste like blueberries. It tastes like what you wish blueberries tasted like. Uh, that's blueberry. Booberry. And then if you like strawberries, uh, but you, what you really like is something that tastes uh, ten times more delicious... Here's a question, Morlocks. Do you like drinking milk? Uh, does it drip out of stalactites? I don't think it does. I think that's probably like a chalk water. Okay, let's flavor some chalk. Bring me to your chalk water fountains. Uh, yeah, I'll get you. Let's uh, let's uh, let's have a, a couple bowls of cereal. And uh, so then this is Count Chocula. Count Chocula's cereals coming your way. How about a monster for breakfast today? That's what they used to say on Earth. No, they don't say it anymore. Believe it or not, my daughter was raised uh, uh, to tell on me to her mom if I gave her sugary breakfast cereal, except on Saturdays. That's uh, kind of children we're raising on Earth now, so... No, yeah, well, no. Oh, you want me to tell me? Okay, let's sit down. Let's everybody. We'll wait. We'll, we'll, Booberry will tell us when the cereal gets here. Well, I guess you, you Morlocks would have to decide how much cereal you should eat. Uh, I mean, if you look at the, like right now, the sugar cereal consumption's down. So if you want to do things like we're doing on Earth, I guess you would uh, do, do, not eat any. If you want to be ready to uh, take things over, you probably should eat it three times. Uh, hold on. What are you saying, Frankenberry? Well, I, I, I can hear you say, excuse me, Morlocks, we're just going to have a private conversation here, Frankenberry and I. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, but these are the, the like, uh, I think anything about science fiction is true. Uh, well, extincting them via breakfast cereal probably be a good thing. What's that count chocolate? Do I think Earth's current problems are tied to a reduction in drink, drinking and eating sugared cereal? I never thought about it till I made it up as a false premise, but it may be, it may not be a false premise. You're right, count chocolate, but we'll have to talk about that, uh, when I return to Earth. Then I'll come and get you in a few decades. Well, first I have to finish selling it. So, okay, hey, Morlocks. Uh, yeah, so you want to hear about, well, I was raised, I was the oldest of six kids. And uh, 
So we normally, the thing about these breakfast cereals is especially ones like Boo Berry, Frank Berry, and Chocolate, uh, whatever his name is, Count Chocula, those cereals were cost a pretty penny, like they were more expensive. So oldest is six kids, we would only get a sugared cereal uh, occasionally. Or if it was on sale, but also the, these used to come with toys in them. I don't know, the toys were worth like 0. 0.0 cents, uh, 0. 0.05 cents. So what we would do is wait till my mom came home in the grocery store. Then in like a Darwin-like uh, exchange, uh, try to be the first person to get the toy out, depending on the cereal, or to eat 80% of the cereal. It, depending on how good the cereal was. And what was our determination? Well, these three set the standard, I'll be honest with you, uh, unless they back out and then it would be the Flintstones. Uh, but, like, uh, these three, they had the perfect kind of, They think the biggest thing is, uh, especially with that you have chalk-flavored water, it tastes like chalk, right? Well, here, let's uh, let's test this out. No, uh, Frankenberry, please sit in the chalk water, please. Frankenberry, move your move around in there. Yeah, swim around in there. Yeah, we'll see. See how it's turning pink. One of the biggest determinations is the drinkability of the milk after or during, but preferably after you finish the cereal. Is uh, like how the milk tastes, and will you drink all the milk? Uh, so yeah, look at how pink that milk's turning. No, no, let's not have a glass of it yet. Uh, then the second factor is consumability, and is everything sugared and flavored? Because uh, just frosting it is is uh, good, but not good enough uh, for, like, really blowing your mind. And then you have mouthfeel, uh, crunchability, and then marshmallows, uh, which these three had uh, plenty of. Uh, so, de- well, dehydrated marshmallows or something like a marshmallow— well, you'll see when it gets here. Uh, Booberry, can you check in to see if the... Uh, oh, it is here. Okay, start bringing it in. Okay, uh, it comes with a bill. Do you, do you, you have gold down here, right? Okay, so the cereal barons, they'll take it in gold because then they don't even have to report it as income. No, they'll send an accountant down, I'm sure. So, like, uh, and they have plenty of cereal. Believe me, they, this is, like, uh, this is going to work great for everybody except uh, like uh, the your, the future, you know, it's going to work great mostly. Yeah, so, okay, let's all taste this uh, chalk, strawberry chalk water. Oh, boy. Is that good? Look at you, Morlocks. Uh, are you giggling after just one sip? You've never had sugar before. Hey, okay, no pushing one another. Hey, hey Morlocks, do you ever watch WWF? Well, I think they call it WWE now. Okay, well, I'll teach you about that, too. Uh, do you have an easier way to get to the return to the surface of the Earth? Okay, great. Just show me where that is. Okay, it's over here. Okay, why don't you get everything set up? I'll be right back. Okay, Count Chocula, Blueberry, uh, Frankenberry, come over here. Okay, so we're going to live you. I'm going to get hold of, I'm going to go back to the surface. I'm going to tell Richard Linkletter what's going on down here. And I'm going to say, hey, this, uh, the, the, all the, uh, 
Lynn, I'll tell Richard Linkletter about this, so that you three went undercover to the center of the earth, uh, and you set in course away to uh, oversugar the Morlocks, and which turns out they exist. That's interesting. That's news- newsworthy if I've never... Yeah, and then, uh, like, you'll be on the news, you'll be in a movie or an animated feature. This will make getting the Star Wars stuff uh, wicked easy. Oh, you're right. Good good job, Boo Barry. You're right. Maybe we should leak it out as a, just a rumor. But you three will need to stay down here to make sure they, until they get addicted to, oh, it's not addictive. Of course it's not addictive, Count Chocula. You're so right. Uh, no, yeah, until they, uh, until everything, um, yeah, until everybody gets used to it, uh, like, yeah, and their system gets used to consum- consuming it three times or four times a day. Look at how much chalk water they're drinking. Oh, here comes the cereal. Oh, but they're already playing music. Uh, it's just like C-3PO. Look, they have thrones for you three. Oh, boy, what a what a time to be down here at the center of the earth. What great days, huh? How how you doing? Yeah, I'm going to go back to the surface of the earth. Oh, to make sure that you have a steady supply of cereal, of course. Who are the Flintstones? Don't worry about it. These three are going to take care of everything. Uh, and also, could you pay the bill for the... I lost a, a pontoon boat uh, belongs to one of the cereal barons, too. Oh, everybody's a little overstimulated. Well, here, I'll tell you a tale. Okay, everybody lie down with your cereal boxes. Yeah, hold it tight, uh, just like a pillow. Yeah, there once was three best friends, uh, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, and Count Chocula. And they had inside them the biggest of hearts, marshmallow-shaped, uh, sugary sweet, and they wanted to bring joy, not just to the surface of the earth, but deep beneath it. Uh, and they said to the people of the earth, like, uh, hey, things are pretty sweet sweet up here. Well, let's make them sweet down there. And the earth people said no. As a matter of fact, no thank you. And with, they were brave and they were so caring, they waited until the time was right to come down here and share themselves with you. And each time you open up a cereal, not only is it a reward of eating a whole box, uh, there's that's, there's a prize inside of everything. And uh, so you could sleep well thinking of those three, and they'll be down. And I'll be back. Don't worry, you three. I'll be back uh, in 20, 30 years. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, good night.